Welcome to the Slingshot Show with your host, Jonathan Bowles. Hey y'all, it's Good Friday. I uh, hope you're having a good Friday. Um, as some of you might know, I come from a bit of a religious background, uh, kind of a traditional Christian upbringing. I was a youth pastor for a really long time. And so a lot of those stories that I was taught back in those days, a lot of those stories that I shared and, uh, you know, communicated as pure fact, uh, those stories have stuck with me. And now, you know, I've, of course, evolved and changed my mind about a lot of that. And I don't want you to get hooked up uh, on that in this video. Okay, let's let's just go ahead and put you know, any sort of factual thing to the side. And let's just kind of take this story that I'm going to share as, you know, put it up there right next to the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and Harry Potter and any other story that's just got something in it, right, that we might be able to learn from. Um, Good Friday traditionally is the day that Christians believe that Jesus was crucified, taken down off the cross, died, and then he was buried. Then they would say that three days later, he got up again and the rest is history, right? Um, so Good Friday has kind of always had a little bit of significance to me just because it was such a, uh, you know, pivotal day, you know, in the Christian tradition, you know, because the, the cross is like the center of a Christian's belief, you know, it's like at the center of the Bible. And, uh, you know, that's the main story is this, you know, death and resurrection and stuff like that. And so put all that stuff to the side. Let's just talk about Good Friday and why in the world it's called Good Friday when it's the day when things die, you know, with everything going on right now. Um, you know, it, the, you know, the shutdown, the pandemic, all this kind of stuff. I, I kind of feel like from what I've heard and seen and read that we're kind of right in the middle of it right now that, you know, a lot of people believe, uh, you know, people that are a lot smarter than I am that like, this is maybe as bad as it's going to get in the next couple of weeks, we might start turning a corner and, uh, you know, get a bit of a finish line, you know, but for right now, it definitely feels like we're in the belly of the beast here. <laughs> you know, we're right in the thick of it, right in the darkest of the night. And I know for me personally, it has been a very, uh, very tough time, mostly just because of what everything was, everything that was going on before this started. You know, I was having just a, a banner year so far. It was just amazing. You know, I, I had a new niece that was born that I got to see just a few days before all of this kind of kicked off. I had business deals that were going and blowing and, and, and just, I was all over the place. Right. And it was just, this year was about to take off. And then all of a sudden, like all of us, we just had this rug pulled out from underneath us that we didn't even know that we were standing on. And now the whole world is turned upside down. People have lost jobs. People have lost income. People have lost family members. People have, you know, lost their freedom in a lot of ways. You know, this is, this is not easy. We've never been down this, this road before, you know, as far as people that are, you know, remotely close to our age group and stuff like that. And this is, this is going to change a lot of things. And so we're, we're kind of right in the middle of it. And there's just like some words that kind of, that came up to me of feelings that I've been having and, and, and some of the things that I've noticed myself falling prey to during this time. The, the first one, of course, is fear. And there's so much that is unknown about, um, about 
this whole thing, you know, uh, coming from South Louisiana, I'm used to, to hurricanes and, and, and tornadoes and things being shut down and floods and, you know, but you can see those hurricanes coming, you can see those storms coming in. And then when it comes and causes the devastation, then you all band together and, you know, you try to put Louisiana back together, but this is different because you can't really see it. And we, we don't know. And it's on a, a global scale, not just a local scale. And so when there is an unknown, there is a lot of fear that comes in, you know, Uh, and then, I mean, you turn on the news and that's, you know, no matter what channel, there's a lot of fear that goes in that. And it too is like a virus that can really spread. And there is a torment that can come along with that fear because it just gets your mind going. It gets your mind racing about things. And that what happens is then you begin to create scenarios in your head about, well, what if this happens and what if that happens and what about this and what about that? And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run out of money at this time. And then what about this person, that person? And, and that, when you start kind of creating scenarios, that fear that is kind of tormenting you, just that feeling in the pit of your stomach, that fear can turn to dread and dread is what kills our joy. Dread is something that can literally steal your time. It can steal your days. I don't know about you, but there have been entire days over these last couple of weeks where I have just felt completely paralyzed by this situation, uh, paralyzed by the fact that I, uh, I can't leave, paralyzed by the fact that things that I was looking so forward to were canceled. And it has stolen my joy. It has stolen that smile off my face. It has stolen my time and just that kind of depressive feeling. You know, you kind of couple it with the fact that it's been raining cats and dogs out here in Los Angeles. And that is just absolutely not normal. It's almost unheard of, you know, Uh, but it's really added (laughs) to the fact that my joy has been kind of low these last couple of days. And there's that fear that sets in. And then that fear, I feel that another thing that kind of comes along with that is pain. And pain, you know, the, the word that comes to my mind is disease, right? That's really what we're dealing with here on a big global scale is this disease. And if you break that word down into two, it's dis-ease. So it's like an unrest that's inside of you. You're no longer at ease. Your ease has been dissed. And for a lot of us, that pain comes from disappointment. That pain comes from an expectation of what we thought life was going to be like this year an expectation of what we thought was going to happen, an expectation of how we wanted to spend our days. And then we get disappointed. All right. You break that one down. Disappoint. It's like we had an appointment that we set, we marked it on our calendar. And I don't know about you, but guys, my heart was crushed when there was things that I had to mark off. There was, you know, tickets to, to exotic locations that have got to be marked off and crossed off with just this big unknown question mark of when are we going to be able to do those things? Is life going to go back to normal? We had these appointments set and then they got dissed and we got disappointed and it created a dis-ease on the inside of us. And there is a pain that goes along with that. And so when you're afraid, 
and you're feeling that torment, you start coming up with all these different scenarios, you start dreading things, and it starts stealing your days, and you just kind of feel this dull ache in your body. And I know for me personally, I live by myself. It's just me and my dog up here, you know? And I, I call this little apartment right now, I call it Bayou Self, right? Uh, this is this is where we live. We live in the Bayou called Bayou Self. And, uh, you know, and there's some people that I get to see here and there and every now and then, but compared to what I'm used to, compared to the freedom and the interactivity and the the extrovert stuff that I you know just do all the time it's been very very hard and and that pain is a real a real thing you know there's a loneliness you know there's those of us that we don't have roommates there are those of us that we don't have you know partners that are with us and stuff and just that isolation in that quiet that's when the torment and the dread and the things just kind of can run wild and when you're in pain then that kind of leads to that third word I want to say, and that's fatigue. Guys, of course, we see it all the time. You know, the different things of like, well, you know, if you don't get anything done during this quarantine time, then, you know, you're just lazy and, you know, you never lack time. You lacked motivation and stuff like that. And of course, as soon as I heard that I had to stay home, there was a list, bam, 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 bam of, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And guys, guess what I've done? Nothing. Zero. Because there is a fatigue that comes along with all of this fear and pain and disappointment. There's a fatigue that comes along with it. And it's very normal. It's absolutely normal. We have not been down this road before. And for people that are, you know, have a disposition like mine where, you know, we are very driven, we are, you know, go get them. And, you know, yeah, and I've had some great success in the last couple of weeks with business stuff and everything. But, you know, on the grand scale of what I think I'm capable of and what I think I should be doing, I should be working out more, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. There's a fatigue that has kind of set in that has kept me from doing that at the level that I had thought maybe originally that I would. And so then, and that kind of layers on top of it. And then you feel bad about yourself. And so then you're just sitting there at your house. You're disappointed. You got you're, you, you in disease. You are diseased. You're fearful. You got dread stealing your days. You're in pain. You're fatigued. You're tired. And, you know, prop me up on every lean inside. Dear Lord, God, I'm dying here in by you self. Are you with me? <laughs> you know, that's where I'm at. And then the last thing creeps in doubt doubt. And that's when the light starts to get a little bit dim. That's when you begin to think of possibilities of like, oh, well, maybe in two weeks it'll be done. Maybe in three weeks it'll be done. Well, maybe I, I could do this. Maybe this will happen. Or maybe I'll get that, you know, uh, $10,000 check from my small business or maybe this or maybe that. And, and those possibilities begin to disappear. And that's when doubt begins to creep in as, as the positive possibilities begin to, to fade away and just everything just kind of gets dark and you begin to, to lose sight of any sort of future uh, or at least any sort of positive future. And guys, I know I'm painting a really dark picture right now, but that's what Good Friday is about. That's what that there are going to be times in our life where it just gets absolutely this dark. And this video, you know, I, for a couple of hours, I've been going back and forth of like, man, you know, how do I, how do I turn this thing around? You know, like where, where do, when, do I turn the lights on, <laughs> you know, at the end, do I give some hope at the end of this? And guys, not today, 
Not today on Good Friday. I want to sit with you. I want to sit with myself in my fear, sit with myself in my pain, sit with myself in the fatigue, in the doubt, because this is what happens. This is what happens is in these times, you will begin to see parts of yourself begin to struggle to stay alive. And you'll begin to feel yourself kind of resist, you know, and, and this happened for me earlier this week is I began to feel myself resisting the current flow. And then, you know, you'd hear things of like, oh, well, this is going to be another month. It's going to be a this, it's going to be a that, you know, uh, and then, you know, the excitement of a few business things kind of wears off and, and, um, you know, just everything kind of slows down and you just, we don't know. We don't know when it's going to be over. We don't know what's it going to be like when it's over. You know, it's definitely not just going to be like, all right, flip the light switch. And then everything's just back to normal as it was before. Guys, this is going to forever change the landscape of, of what, uh, our life was like. Now, listen, I don't have any doubt that it's not going to be, it's not, we're not, we're not going to bounce back from this. Okay. There's, there is life after this, and it's probably going to be even a little bit more beautiful than life before, because this has rattled all of us to the core in, in some ways. But let me say this, and this is kind of what I want to wrap all this up with in that fear, in that pain, in that fatigue, in that doubt, guys, those parts of you that are struggling to stay alive, and, and listen, I'm not saying lose your hope. I'm not saying lose your positivity. Guys, I am having fun right now. There are things about this that I am enjoying. There are friends that I have that, that I do get to interact with and, and connect with people in a different way. It, it, that's, it's not about this, but I'm speaking specifically to that part of you that's freaking out. <laughs> you know, that part of you that is, that is trying to stay alive. That part of you, maybe it's a personality flaw. I know for me, I have no patience whatsoever. And this time is teaching me patience more than anything else that I have ever experienced in my life. And I absolutely hate it. It is the worst. But guys, what Good Friday is about is about letting those things that in times of trial and struggle begin to come up for you and those parts that freak out, those parts that start to worry and dread and this and that, those parts, let it go. Let it go and let that die. Let that stuff fade away because those are things that are holding you back. My lack of patience is holding me back. My lack of trust is holding me back. You know, it, it's, it's not easy. It's not fun. But guys, whatever it is, and see, even right now, as I'm talking about this, you have the thing in your mind, the situation, the feeling, the whatever, you know what it is. Because it's this thing that we, you know, when life is normal, we just get to shove it to the back, right? Because we've got like kind of, you know, some modicum of control over the situation. But right now, everything is out of our control and we just got to sit and so in the midst of the fear, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the fatigue and the doubt, those parts of you that are still struggling to stay alive and resist what's going on. You know, I saw a quote yesterday from Eckhart Tolle, you know, every circumstance, look at it as if though you chose it yourself and do your best to work with it and not against it. And that is what Good Friday is about. This is what we thought was going to happen. This is what actually happened. 
we all get to, you know, bitch about it for two or three weeks or however long you need. I know I need it a little bit longer than others, but baby, it's time to work with it. And what can happen when we let go of those parts of us that are still trying to stay back here? What can happen? And that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I do have a sense that if we can let some stuff go, if we can leave some stuff in the shutdown, if we can, if we can put that stuff behind us and go inside, since we can't go outside and go inside and do the work, I think something cool might happen. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think I might be right. I love you guys very much. If there's anything I can do for you, message me, holler at your boy, whatever.